It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in broadcast history and a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve, and this is a special urgent broadcast regarding an anticipated breakthrough in COVID-19 testing. Here's my interview with the folks at 2020 BioResponse. You're listening to Weird Medicine. On the phone, we have Ron Baker and Jonathan Cohen from 2020 BioResponse, a company as soon as uh, to release a COVID-19 antibody quick test for field use. Jonathan is founder and CEO, and Ron is national sales director. Thank you, gentlemen, for being on the show. Good to be with you. So uh, people are appropriately concerned about this virus, and one of the major issues has been lack of testing for SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. So your announcement uh, that you were coming out with this test came somewhat as a a relief, to put it mildly. Tell us something about this test. Sure. So um, this test, uh, which was uh, developed in China uh, during the height of the the incidents in that country, of course, that being the epicenter of the current pandemic, uh, is basically configured not unlike a home pregnancy test. So this is a technology, it's a very mature technology known as lateral flow membrane. Um, and it uses uh, antibodies, part of the body's immune system, to detect other antibodies in the blood, namely two of them called one IgG and one IgM, which are, are known to be elevated following exposure to the coronavirus. Right. So uh, just for our audience, IgM are antibodies that are developed early in disease. And then IgG are these so-called, you know, protective antibodies uh, that are that develop later. Um, how uh, so. So I'm assuming with this, since you're testing for both IgG and IgM, that you get separate results for those so that you could tell someone that had maybe had a recent or current infection from someone that had a resolved infection. Is that accurate? Yes, yes, that's correct. So we, we actually right now have agreements with three different suppliers from China. Um, two of the three ha- present the results. With, in one case, it's, it's two bands on the same strip. Uh, and in the other case, they're actually two strips. I see. Um, there are some, you know, some, some would argue that having two separate strips is a better way to go. Uh, but, um, yes, you can see each strip uh, or the value of each uh, the level of each antibody separate. And what's the testing procedure? Is this a uh, complicated test for uh, uh, clinicians to do? It actually couldn't be easier. Um, it's a it's a finger stick. Uh, the the individual is is, is asked to touch a, a pad at the at the at the uh, uh, the bottom of the strip. Uh, a few drops of buffer are added uh, to dilute the sample and permit wicking. And then in a few minutes, you see the uh, control. Hopefully, you see only one stripe, which is the control. That shows that uh, that there's no defects in that particular uh, product. And if there's another um, another stripe light that lights up, then that is concern, and there would be some need for some follow-up testing in that case. Okay, very good. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of the test. It looks just like a urine pregnancy test or a rapid strip screen. So, right. Um, right. So, do you have any yeah, feeling? The beauty of this is it, it, it can be done in it can be done in less than ten minutes. 
That's incredible. Um, do you have any sense for how long it takes for people to develop the IgM antibodies? In other words, once someone's been exposed, how long before your test turns positive? Yeah, we, we, we you know, I, I want to point out we did not develop these tests. Our role is really to source them from the Understood. Uh, believed to be the best sources in China. There are many companies, I will point out, to your listeners, that uh, there's a lot of companies, especially in China, but perhaps outside of China, that are now marketing a very similar products, or if not identical. So we, based on decades of experience of our, of our management team in diagnostics, have worked very hard over the past few weeks to source what we believe to be the most reliable manufacturers with the best data. Uh, and uh, we'll do, we're going to be implementing our own quality control program as well, both in China and in the United States. We rely on the data from both of the manufacturers as well as in the general literature. But to answer your question, most of the reports uh, suggest that the IgM is eleva- elevated about four to seven days after initial infection. Okay. So uh, one question I had about this is, okay, so now this thing rolls out on a major um, uh, scale in the United States. When people have, let's say, a positive IgM test or even an IgG test with this, um, uh, what's the protocol for follow-up? I'm assuming this this qualifies more as a screening test, so we would always want to do something more specific uh, afterward or – is that true? And then would these things be these results be reported to some database at the federal on the federal government or the WHO to add to the number of uh, positive cases in the United States? Those are those are excellent questions. So we're not, you know, we we just received a, a green light from the FDA uh, on Monday, late Monday night, uh, with some guidance. They, they assessed this type of test and believed it to be, based on the low complexity of it, um, they felt that at least for to medical professionals, uh, we were given the green light. So we're not able to recommend a protocol. Um, those may, you, you may see, however, other organizations uh, from either the U.S. government or, or possibly the, the WHO May may recommend particular okay. next steps, um, but in general, obviously, more information, more accurate information, is a good thing, and people can take the steps that they believe they need to take to protect themselves and their families and the, and those around them. Absolutely. So the U.S. increased its case count by three thousand five hundred and fifty-one cases yesterday. I just checked the WHO SITREP. And how much of that is due to increased testing, do you think, rather than necessarily uh, increase in uh, viral load in the community? Or do you have a feeling for that? Well, for one thing, for one thing, we know that there was a shortage of, of available test, tests to begin with. So uh, I think the more, the more testing that, uh, the more test options that uh, become available, um, the more tests, uh, the more reported uh, uh, cases you'll see. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about the accuracy. What's the sensitivity and specificity of this test? My my audience is pretty sophisticated, but we'll go over what those mean. Uh, sure. 
Sure. So, yeah, once again, as reported by the manufacturers, they they range at the top level of the sensitivity of 98%. Most of them are reporting those sensitivities to 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 the lowest I've seen is 88% okay. in one case. So those are good numbers. Ju- just by reference, I was on an industry call yesterday uh, of leading academic groups and, and industry groups that are involved in this in this emergency, and apparently the sensitivity of the swab test, which are the gold standard, the, the, the molecular test or PCR test, is only 80%. Oh, my goodness. Probably due to the fact that a lot of the virus... The virus, which which mainly infects the lung, may or may not always present in the nasal passageway. So, again, right. I haven't seen any publications on that. But if true, in, in any case, these, these it appears that the blood test, uh, blood you know, being circulatory in nature, may end up identifying disease that could be missed by the swab. Uh, and, and there is a manuscript accepted for publication by a group of leading respiratory professionals in China, including Wuhan, the, the epicenter, and we're happy to send that to you, uh, Steve, um, that, that suggests that this type of testing approach is optimal because of false negatives inherent with swab testing, sure, nasal swab testing. So let, let me explain what a sensitivity of 98% means. Um, it, that means that only 2% of people uh, who are who have the disease would be negative in that, in that sense. And, um, or who have antibodies on mm-hmm. it. depends on what, if they're looking at sensitivity based on disease or just presence of antibodies. So, and those two things, you know, could be slightly different, but, but in general, that means this is a highly, highly sensitive test. And then the specificity uh, on your website is listed as 92%, 91 something percent. Uh, which means that only eight percent of positive uh, individuals will test negative. So, um, so I, I, this, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that was just, and the, the realistic uh, thing is that John has mentioned that the, the, the swab tests, uh, the PCR-based technologies, you know, being the gold standard. But there is there's uh, an, an absolute backup uh, with patients who have been uh, who have been tested. And they're awaiting results. And this is national. Yes. We've talked to many people, both on the laboratories, in laboratories, at the State Department of Health, uh, County Department of Health, who all say the same thing, that uh, people are now waiting uh, three, four, five days for, for the results. And that's causing a lot of concern, uh, which makes, uh, you know, tests like we're offering, uh, these type kits, uh, makes it really uh, a godsend to um, to help alleviate this crunch. Yeah, I think this will be very useful in clinical practice, and uh, is really um, it's it's a great relief that you all have uh, uh, been able to uh, source this to the United States. Uh, when is it going to be released? How many units will you have? Uh, what are we looking at in the near future? Sure. So th- this is a situation that's literally changing by the hour. Um, since we, we issued a press release uh, only on Wednesday, just barely, not even 48 hours ago, we've had uh, constant demand. And we have a website, if, if I may. Uh, absolutely. Um, cor- corona check, corona check test dot com. One word, corona 
checktest.com, where we are taking orders and, and reservations uh, right now from medical professionals in order for us to sell direct-to-consumer uh, for home use uh, would require an emergency authorization, emergency use authorization from the FDA. Um, we do intend to pursue that in due course. I can't, I can't say when. But for now, it's being made available to, to medical professionals. Uh, and we've seen tremendous demand not only off of the portal, the website, but from states. Several states are, are seeking large amounts. So we're working literally around the clock. Um, we expect the, the first large shipment to be here uh, about uh, seven days from now. Uh, and then hopefully after that, we'll have a more regular, regular supply of that. So we do not have inventory today. But it is it is on its way, um, and we should be able to hopefully be starting to fill some of these orders by this time next week. But we can't we can't guarantee that. Okay. Well, thank you both so much. Do you have anything else to add? No, but thanks okay. for the opportunity for us to, to to speak on it. Yes, thank thank you both very much. Uh, we were talking to Ron Baker and Jonathan Cohen from 2020 BioResponse company that's soon to release a COVID-19 antibody quick test for field use. Check out uh, 2020 BioResponse's website at coronachecktest.com. Thank you both for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you. All right.